Good morning. It is uh, Wednesday the 11th of January um, at half past eight. I had a plan today um, because it's quite mild out. And I thought, I said to John, I'm going to go out and I'm going to clear one of the ornamental beds, just cut back a load of stuff, dig out any perennial weeds because the bulbs are starting to come up nicely. And then I'll put a layer of mulch over because that was one of the beds that suffered massively um, during the drought. Um, put a good layer of mulch over the top just to try and keep the moisture in. Um, so got did all the eggs, put the eggs out, took the rubbish down to the front. We've decided, we've moved our bins, we've put our bins right down at the front now because sometimes we've, you know, Thursday night, I think, oh, damn it, I forgot to put the bins out. So we've put them right down. And also the other thing is, is you never know when the dustbin men are going to come these days. Once upon a time, life used to be fairly... Um, routine didn't it uh, but not anymore I find <laughs> so we leave them down there and I have to take the rubbish all the way down there that's fine um so I come in picked up the post on the way back uh I'll say I'll tell you about that in a minute and uh thought right yeah I think I'll go out and do that and uh, the other job I had on my radar was to get my bedroom uh, the bedroom cleaned <coughs> sorted and also I have been using Vinted which is great if anybody is um in and in about using that brilliant get your stuff on there um get it sold get it off and make a couple of quid here and there because uh I was shocked to discover that Shelley and Martin, um, it's their ninth wedding anniversary this year. And for nine years, my mother of the bride outfit and shoes have been hanging in the wardrobe uh, doing nothing. So um, last week I put them on Vinted and sold them. And, uh, you know, not for the price that I, anywhere near what I bought them for, but they've been sat there for nine years doing absolutely nothing. So I figure if I get a tenner here and a tenner there for shoes and a dress... um, I, you know that's a lot better than it just hanging there doing nothing so that's what I've been doing um, doing vintage so the other job on my radar was to get the bedroom cleaned and go through the wardrobe because we've got stuff in there that I you know you, like everybody you don't wear I'm worn for years don't quite know what to do with it's too good really to just to chuck out or you know could take it to the charity shop but half the time the charity shops around here they're just so bulging with stuff they don't want anymore um <clears throat> so I'll put it on Vinted. Uh, so I thought that's the other job on my radar um, today. Uh, and I thought, which one shall I do first? Turn around, look out the window and it's raining. So uh, that put paid to my job outside because um, I don't really want to go out and get wet. Um, I am feeling better. I still not. I, I have a, I was thinking this morning, I just have like a thick head all the time that I can't, it's, it's very difficult to think clearly when you've just got a thick head. Um, you probably still hear it in my voice. I can feel it in my ears, in the back of my nose, in my sinuses. Um, it's a pain in the bum. Anyway, so yeah, come back from the uh, from the post box, and um, that's another time of the year that uh, is a pain because uh, picked up from the post box the um, tax returns from the accountant. I'm like, oh, I'll go through them. Like, got... so that's a a bill we have to pay now. Um, I will try and get my. So we have we obviously have to pay on account in July as well, and um, if I can get my returns in done and into the account by April this year, it might be that I get a rebate. We get a rebate in July. But because I never get that far, we never end up with a rebus. So always paying on account for some of it. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that came in the post was a letter from the hospital, which just told me exactly what I already knew. And not a lot knew. There was quite a lot discussed. Some of it wasn't even on there. I'm <laughs> like, okay, fine. But I have got um, a pouch for some blood tests to be done. So that's good. Uh, that's one thing anyway. And the other thing that came was a uh, little pamphlet from King's Seeds actually uh with talking about plug plants now I'm gonna have a serious look at plug plants this year rather than starting seeds because the reason for that is because I'm in we're in a bit of a cold pocket here um and it's unless I use uh heat in the greenhouse with a heated mat which I've done previous years but of course the cost of electric this year is uh has gone up and um so I'm going to have a serious look at uh, plug plants in terms of the uh, vegetables and things so that I don't have to be worrying about that as well as um, uh, seeds, flower seeds as well. 
I think I'm going to give that some serious consideration just to give myself um, a bit of a head start, a bit of a break and uh, not worrying about it being so cold and I'm getting sort of left behind really, which is usually what happens. As I will say, we're about two weeks behind here with the weather always. And if it's cold, you know, that sets back quite a way. Um, so yeah, so that was the, that was the post box run. So I'm going to go, as it is raining now, which is a bit disappointing because I was quite looking forward to going out there. Um, I'm going to go and do the bedroom instead. Enjoy. Good morning. It's Friday morning, just gone eight o'clock. We have had so much rain. I can't even tell you. I mean, I'm guessing quite a lot of the rest of the country has too. And we are due a shockingly amount, shocking amount more tomorrow, I think, by the looks of the, the weather forecast. Um, consequently, we started off with a pond in our paddock, turned to a lake. We then last night had a river running through uh, downwards. And um, yes, yeah, there is a lot of water. Um, we live at the top of the hill uh, in a beautiful little... I, I, we're on the edge of the Cotswolds, so I'd call it a Cotswold village. It has all the Cotswold stone um, cottages and Cotswold stone roof, slate roofs. Um, it's a beautiful little village. In the centre of the village is... Uh, well, like we call it a pond. It's actually a ford, so you can drive through it. And I guess in a couple of hundred years ago, that was the only route in and out of the village. Um, the Ford is right next to there's a there's a cottage called the Forge, which is right next to the uh, the Ford, um, which is ground zero for flooding, as the owner puts it. Um, that the for the Ford is high. The level the water levels are high. I mean, uh, t- 2007 in the summer when we had that um, flooding everywhere you would not believe the amount of water that was uh, sat in the, basically the bowl of the village, in the bottom of the bowl. Um, I have some photos. It had to stand halfway up the hill and take the photos. Just the enormity of it was uh, insane. Not something I ever seen before in my lifetime. Mind you, it was all around. Um, After that, a few years after that, they built further back along where the... uh, stream well it's not a stream well it's bigger than a stream but it's not quite as big as a river I guess um they built so along uh, along uh the valley a bit further along from in the direction from where the water flows they built some buns which are b-u-n-d-s I believe and those um they spent quite a few you know tens of thousands of pounds building these and they're there to uh, the farmer that owns the land. He controls when those buns are open or shut. And they are um, shut when it's heavy rain to hold the water back so it doesn't flood the village again. That's that's the idea. However, there comes a time where even the buns are going to fail because there's so much water volume. And that is um, probably what's happening at the minute, especially if we get another large volume of water. Um, it's... it's uh, uh, sometimes you know we get it we do get it nearly every year we never used to and I said to Samantha the other day to, you know over the years that we've been here we've definitely got uh, more rain in ter- in terms of volume at any one point um, than we ever used to so we never used to get that kind of um, massive flooding that we do here um, back then and we, and we don't even you know I said it's not even a case of they've built too many houses around by where we are because nobody's there are no houses being built nothing's been built around by us the whole time we've been here and yet the flooding gets worse each year <coughs> so that just goes to show you that the volume of water that is coming down at any one time is greater has to be um, so yes that's <laughs> we've got a lot of water it flooded the hay barn the other day as well which is a pain although we always keep everything up on pallets and then on top of the pallets we've got um the proper tarpaulin not plastic tarpaulin but the proper canvas tarpaulin um to hold the water off the hay or anything that's you know stacked in there we have to do that um we used to the feed room used to flood but john concreted the floor so that's higher now so that doesn't flood anymore Um, that used to be you know going there in the morning traipsing through water into the feed room 
which was uh, um, just awful, but that no longer happens. Um, today, this morning, it's windy. And now normally I would say, oh, God, I hate the wind, I hate the wind. <laughs> well, I hate the rain, I hate the wind, I hate the cold, I hate the wind. But actually the wind today is starting to dry everything up. The wind that we've had overnight and this morning, things are, it is starting to dry the water up. So that's, uh, that's a bonus. We like the wind today. The wind is good today because it is drying, drying things up a tad. So that's good. Um, it's still quite mild. It's supposed to, I think it drops down to about four degrees next week, which we are going to feel that in massively because at the minute it's about, you know, 12, 13, 14 degrees in the day. So next week when it's only four, we're going to be like, oh, it's freezing, <laughs> freezing again. And, um, you know, no wonder we get so many bugs and illnesses and diseases because our, our weather's just up, down, up, down all over the show. Never, it's not consistent at all. So, yeah, that's that's where we are at with the weather at the minute. <clears throat> I have not still not been outside to do anything because it's just it's just not worth it. I just think, you know, I know in my head wh- where the time comes to think, right, I cannot put that off any longer. And I know at the minute I can put it off now. I can keep putting it off. It's fine. It's not a problem. I'll wait until some nicer, drier, calmer weather comes along and then I will... Um, work like crazy out there that will be that will be what I will do um yeah so at the minute I'm not rushing out there to do anything um on the garden wise we're not rushing out there to do anything other than feed um you know feed the animals clean them out keep them watered and stuff like that it's just this is not uh, there's no there's no hurry to do anything else so what else have I been doing? So yeah, I did do my bedroom. I did clean everything out. <clears throat> I ended up with a few sackfuls of different stuff. So a couple of sackfuls that I will take to the um, to the charity shops. Find a charity shop that will take them. I end up with a sackful that will go to the rag bin. Um, I ended up with a pile that I will that I've sold selling on Vinted, and I've got seven parcels to post today. So it just goes to show. And it, for anybody who's thinking about it, it's so easy. Um, you don't even pay postage. The buyer pays postage. And we have um, what they call an in-post locker, which is in the car park of the local supermarket. So you just pull up. You don't even have to go inside the shop. don't have to queue or anything. You just go in. You scan the barcode on the, um, on the postage label that you've printed out. And the locker opens and you, um, you scan the QR code and get a receipt for the fact that you've posted lock posted the parcel. It is, so, it is that easy, honestly. I, I couldn't believe it until I did it. And uh, the, the hardest thing is keeping up with all the messages that are coming through that are saying, um, you sold this, you sold this, um, as with anything. Same with, you know, your social media accounts, if you're doing anything, you know, uh, business and personal and anything else, you get umpteen uh, notifications all the time about um, uh, messages or you know, somebody's liked this or liked that. And I just, sometimes I think, oh, I can't keep up with that. So I, th- I did think I, what I would try and do is, just do my social media things um, on a Friday, you know, some of them. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't always work like that. Because to keep social media turning over, to, to, to keep the algorithms moving, you have to keep posting all the time. But, oh, so it's exhausting, to be fair. <laughs> I think it's quite, it's quite exhausting. Um, what was the other things I did? So yesterday, uh, what did I do yesterday? Just, oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. My hairdresser f- uh, messaged me about nine o'clock in the morning. She said, do you feel like my haircut today? I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot all about that. But yeah, so I did that. Um, and then in the afternoon, uh, I actually went out to, I went to town with um, Charlotte and we met Samantha and we had uh, cake and coffee out in town. It's, you know, it's not a very nice day. So we thought, oh, I might as well have cake, cake and coffee. So that's what we did. Um this morning already, I have uh, put out the eggs and put out the fact that the geese are laying. The geese, are, you know, that's a, as I said, that's a good um, six weeks earlier than they, they ever have laid before. So that just goes to show how mild it is. But that's great. Um, we get uh, and we don't have a we don't have a gander anymore. So th- those eggs aren't viable. And we used to leave them sitting on some of the eggs eventually, but we won't this year. That we will just keep oiking them off and selling the eggs <coughs> which um always sell really well so that's uh, another little income stream that uh has started up again so that's good um on the flower side i have just signed up for an online course in funeral flowers uh so i said to john it's 150 pound and there are 57 units in this course 
Um, probably some of them are going to be tiny, you know, tiny, and some of them just readable, and some of them watchable. But I, I thought that was really good value. Um, obviously, I, it's of course it's been recommended, so I thought that was really good value because, like, chances are you're going to make that back in your very first one you do. If I ever do them, but I thought if I if I did that, invested some of my profit that I made on the flowers in that. Uh, at least I can say, you know, if somebody says to me, do you do funeral flowers? I can say, yes, I do, actually. <laughs> so, you know, um, with confidence, hopefully. So I just thought that was another little um, string to the bow that I could have. And uh, the thing is, with online learning at the minute, um, it, it's so, you know, it's easy because... Uh, well, especially at the minute when you've got all of the strikes, you know, the train strikes and the transport um, strikes, it, uh, online learning has got to be the way forward as long as it's a good, a decent sort of course. Um, got to be the way forward, hasn't it? I mean, I don't drive, so I'm not going to drive myself to a course, so I'd have to get someone to drop me off and all of that. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, if we could find more online learning courses... Um, that would be ideal and you know or even do the online courses yourself if you have got a skill or a thing because there are lots of people out there who um prefer to do online rather than uh actually physically go somewhere and do it so yeah i'm looking forward to doing that and i i think there'll be a lot of skills in there that i can transfer to other areas of flowers as well not just not just funeral flowers so i'm looking forward to giving that a go um after I did the wreath for Sue's um, internment, I was really pleased about how that turned out as well. And that was, I didn't, you know, I've never done one before. Obviously, I'd done a wreath before, but uh, I thought, well, yeah. That, and, and, and lots of people have said to me, it's so rewarding to do um, somebody's final flowers. So rewarding. Um, so, yeah, so I thought, well, yeah, give that a go. Why not? Why not have that um, under my belt as well, you know? extra extra thing that I can say yes I can do that for you that is not a problem so yeah um uh what am I doing today uh I'm not quite sure this morning and then I've got to go obviously and post all these parcels at some point and at lunchtime I think um but I might just sit down and uh, start on my online learning course get your pen and paper out and take notes and all of that and see see how that goes Hello, it's Monday the 16th of January. Blue Monday, according to the media, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> why would you classify um, a date in January as Blue Monday, the most depressing day of the year, apparently? Um, what does that do to people's psyche to give it a label like that I don't know it's uh it's one of the reasons I just yeah don't like media at all really for that sort of thing so we're not having blue monday here oh no 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 we refuse to have blue monday um I'm very optimistic about the year ahead so I'm you know I'm quite excited about the things that are going to unfold this year um, we booked our first holiday yesterday, so that gives us something to look forward to. We've got another one uh, in mind for October too. So we've got big year this year. We've got John's 60th birthday um, in June and also our 40th wedding anniversary. So we've been married 40 years and don't ask me how that happened and don't ask me how. We're still here doing that. <laughs> Just muddling along as you do. Um <laughs> I I just think it's incredible when you start out, you know, when you, I think um, I was 19, John was 20. Um, no idea, no idea about the world ahead of us, really, and the life ahead of us. And here we are 40 years later um, <laughs> with all of this massive experience behind us now, uh, but, but plenty to look forward to, hopefully. So, yeah, no Blue Mondays here. We're not having Blue Mondays. We refuse. It's a lot colder this morning. But apparently, I think we're going to have a splash of rain, but apparently the sun might make an appearance today, which will cheer everybody up, hopefully, and f make them feel less blue. Um, I was also listening on the radio about how many people have got themselves into debt over Christmas, and I think, oh, why do people do that? And that, again, is is um, pressure, social pressure on people to 
provide all these wonderful things for their family and it's not necessary I just wish people would take a step back and look at it for really for what it is and think don't get yourself into debt for for what for what really oh I don't know anyway that's me never have got ourselves into debt over that uh never will um because it's just not worth it it is not worth it what else is on the cards? Well, I have tomorrow, I have arriving some British grown flowers, which I've ordered. And I've ordered them in because for two reasons, really. One, I want to see how, uh, what sort of condition they arrive in, what, what you know, how good the flowers are, etc, etc. They're all from British suppliers. So um, they're all still British grown flowers. And um, quite a few reasons, really. I want to be able to provide some continuity with what I'm offering. So when I've got gaps in my um, flowers and foliage that are growing, uh, I want to be able to think, yes, I can rely on that uh, company to uh, order some flowers, see how long they take to come, what sort of condition they'll arrive in. So I will always know that I will have, I will have to hand flowers, of uh, British-grown flowers of some description, um, if I, mine, you know, I have a gap in mine or a failure for some reason. The other reason is that I have um, been doing this online uh, funeral flower course. The, 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 the flowers, the funeral flowers are for green and natural burials. So that's what the course is all about. Um, it's quite, it's a really comprehensive course, actually, and really good value with uh, lots of transferable skills, Um that I'm picking up as well but I have a couple of tasks to do so I have um, to make a, uh, a funeral wreath um, out of what is available at the moment well there's not a lot available in my garden at the minute because I've said before it's always a couple of weeks behind so again another reason why I thought I'd um, try out these flowers and I'll go around today and pick or cut anything else I think that I can use um alongside because the whole point of this uh, course is to um use what is available now so um you know and you know she as she says there's always something available so i will go out later and see what i've got available but that they will be um i'll be using what i've got plus what i have uh bought in um just for try you know just to have a try and see what what i can do um, so the other one is a, a casket spray. So I've got two things, two tasks to do, um, which I'm excited about. I'm looking forward to. I don't intend to offer funeral flowers as a as a service en masse. Um, but I did what I thought was if anybody asks me, I can say, yes, I can do that. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to put myself out there as a, you know, somebody who does funeral flowers. But if somebody asks me, then I can say, yes, I, I can I can do that for you. That's not a problem. And that's what I want to be able to offer, just a, a, a bespoke service, really, um, for what people need. <clears throat> uh, I've also today already done a fair bit of social media work because um, in order to, to try and raise my online profile and get more customers, really, to like and follow my pages. And so I've also... Uh, now we've got one holiday booked and I can um, blank out my diary for that. I've also now booked in um, a couple of workshop uh, afternoons for flower crowns and hand-tied bouquet workshops. Um, so we'll see how they go. I'll just do a couple to start with. And if they're uh, popular, successful, then I will add a few more dates to the diary. So and, and I will still, you know, I'll be doing the wreath workshops again at the end of the year the Christmas wreath so yeah so uh, plenty in the pipeline hopefully um so that's why it's not blue Monday for me it's it's an exciting Monday and a Monday where I'm really looking forward to what the year ahead is going to bring hello it's now a week on, so it's now the 23rd, Monday the 23rd of January. So what have we been doing over the last week? 
Well, it's been cold again. Minus, yeah, some seriously minus temperatures we've been having at night. So I think down to minus seven, minus eight, maybe even further than that one of the nights. And uh, again, this morning, everything is frozen. I can't wait for the temperatures to start just going up a bit because uh, it's hard work. Um, One of the things (laughs) I made a mental note of um, over the week was... uh, the people who are growing things um moaning about the weather forecast because i i I would agree that my um weather app said minus two and uh it went down to about minus six i think so um but people moaning that the you know that basically they'd looked at the weather app thought oh it's only going to be minus two i won't fleece up anything too much and then, of course, consequently, um, they probably lost things because it's gone down a lot further than that. Well, in my vast experience of the weather, which is vast, um, having been here over, well, getting off 13, 14 years, you don't rely on the weather app to tell you what the temperature is going to be. Uh, when, when I looked at it and it said minus two, I looked outside and I thought, yeah, uh, it's minus two, it says on the weather app. The sky is clear. Um, and so I know it's going to go down further than that because during the day in the shade, there were areas of the ground that didn't even defrost. So uh, I thought, I know it's going to go down further than that. You can't just rely on the weather app to tell you what that temperature is going to be. You've got to learn about your surroundings. You learn about the weather, learn about, you know, uh, your frost pockets and all of that type of thing because you you can't rely solely on a weather app um as we know you can't rely solely on the weather forecast at all you have to know a bit about um where you are uh as well and and you know and the signs so um yeah it's been uh quite cold we had a hoar frost the other day i think it was yesterday morning beautiful a hoar frost is less common than i i did read there are four different types of frost um i just uh, i don't even know what you call an ordinary one but uh, anyway a hoar frost is uh due to climatic conditions apparently that uh i think it's some in layman's terms there's moisture in the air so therefore on all of your plants and everything and when the temperature drops quickly, that moisture freezes, but also expands. So it grows outwards so that in the morning when you look outside, it looks like everything is covered in uh, frosted hair, um, which is uh, so hoar is an old English word for hair. Um, so, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, so we had a hoar frost, which was nice. They, you don't see them very often, but they are stunningly beautiful when you do get them. Um, so, and it's frosty again this morning, but not a whole frost, just a plain old common frost today. Well, it's frozen now. Um, the temperatures have not been getting up much during the day, because as I said, in the, uh, in the, um, where the sun doesn't get on, in the shade, when it's not even thawing out in the daytime. So it's, it's cold, a sustained cold weather we're having at the minute. And I can't wait for that to break, to be honest. Um, because it's, uh, you know, you don't really want to be keep constantly in the cold, breaking buckets of ice and all that sort of thing, which is what you have to be doing and uh, using tons of straw and hay and all of that. But, you know, spring's coming, spring's coming along. So what else have I been doing? Oh, well, this week has been uh, quite a... <laughs> I said on the last thing, it was it's Blue Monday, where well, we're not going to have Blue Monday, but it is uh, one of those, it's a heavy financial... Um, time of year because it's the time of year when you pay your tax bill if you're self-employed um, we also pay our farm insurance the commercial insurances um, and all that so it's, it's, it's a lot of money uh, going out which is uh, you know makes you sweat a bit doesn't it <laughs> it's not great um, I've been doing the flower practicing. I've been enjoying that actually. I thoroughly enjoyed that course, the online course I did. As I said, there's so many transferable skills. I can't wait for st- things to start growing so I can do lots of practices on that. Um, John's been busy in the stable block, dismantling two of the stables so that we can reinvent them as a workshop. Um, he's also obviously been out doing his day job as well. Uh, 
as I said, we booked our one of our nice uh, holiday to look forward to and also booked a night away um, this coming Friday, actually. It's just um, locally, as it's about an hour away. Uh, it's what the girls bought us for Christmas last year and we've never got round to booking it. Well, now we finally have, which um, was a task in itself, but we will be going away. And again, it's, uh, I have to, you know, even for one night away, there's a lot of preparation to do um, to make sure things run smoothly. Although we're not far away and we are at the end of the phone, but um, I just like to make sure that whoever's coming to look after the place, and this time it'll be Charlotte, Macca, um, it runs smoothly for them because if it doesn't, and they're, they're not going to want to do it for us again. So, <laughs> so I have to make sure that everything runs quite smoothly, really. Hello, it's now um, Tuesday, the 31st of January, so the last day of the first year of the month of the year first month of the year get your words right Dawn um I've heard lots of people say oh I can't wait for January to be over January's got 365 days in it and everything else um I think a lot of people are under the impression that once January is out of the way we start to um get warmer weather but in my again in my experience um and I've said before and I'll say it again February always feels like the longest month of the year even though it is the shortest um because it really is the final kind of uh march up to march if you like um and then you've got to hope that you get a nice march but uh yeah i always think february is feels like a very long month because you're it's uh you know you're waiting and waiting um the weather is much better and in fact I watched the news last night and the weather forecast is predicting temperatures up to about 11 or 12 degrees during the day which is like oh hallelujah <laughs> it's amazing um yesterday I spent well we went away for our weekend or our, our overnight stay um which was lovely actually and uh, we went to um a place in the Cotswold called Chipping Camden, which is not far from us, but I've never, ever been there before. Uh, lots of people, when they come to the Cotswolds, they visit places like Walton on the Water and Burford and Stowe and Morton in the Marsh. Um, and I've been to all of those places, but I've never been to Chipping Camden, which is just a little bit further out. Um, and it's lovely. So if you're ever in the Cotswolds, do visit all those places and definitely visit Chipping Camden. So we've got some beautiful old buildings there. Um, very quaint um quirky uh you know walking along and there's a a bricked up doorway or a stone day as, as all old Cotswold stone so it's you know it's all filled in and ah it's just amazing it's a yeah really lovely old place um really friendly as well uh so yeah we had a a nice way but it was freezing cold and of course it's January and so nothing is open like Hidcote House is uh, not far away which I would have loved to have gone to and had a look around the gardens but it was co it's closed um because it's winter but uh yeah it was, it was a bit cold there's only so many coffee shops with the fire burning in the in the fireplace that you can find but we did manage to find a couple but um yeah it was really lovely it was nice to get away um and uh, do something different and one of the I said to John one of the different things is because we're quite far out of the village as well um we probably got like a half a mile walk maybe more than that uh down to the pub um and the hill back up is a killer so we never sort of walk out and go down walk down to the pub so it was nice to be in in the town that you step out of the hotel uh, you know, at night time, see all the nighttime activities, walk to a pub and have something to eat and walk back again. It was really, I said to John, that was really nice, um, you know, really nice thing to do. Uh, strangely enough, but the, if you do it all the time, it's probably commonplace, but if when you don't, it's uh, it feels really nice and different. So, um, what else have we been doing? Well, not a lot actually over the weekend, but um, as I said, the weather is uh, getting much warmer now and so yesterday I spent um, most of the time outside cutting back stuff now I wasn't going to cut anything back because things are still hibernating and you know the dead stuff is still protecting the plants that the new plant growth that's coming through underneath 
but um, the, the temptation is way too strong. And I also did think, well, if I don't start doing it now, when? Because I've, also, I've obviously got a lot of cutting back to do everywhere. So, um, so I thought, well, I'll make a start. And I started off in the polytunnels and the ranunculus and the anemones are coming through and I did a bit of weeding in there. And the chrysanthemums that were um, uh, flowering beautifully at sort of like November time, They've all gone over, obviously, now, but new growth is starting to come through. So I cut back all of the dead stems on that and uh, cleared all the ground. And they, they are in the polytunnel in, in big um, tubs at the minute, but they will then, once the weather warms up, I, they will move outside of the polytunnel for the whole year until it's time to move them back in to, to protect them from the weather um, a bit later on in the year. And the protecting from the weather, I mean, they can stay outside, but the protecting them from the weather means that I'll get nice flowers you know they won't get rain bashed or anything like that so that's why they go back in there I've got um some crates of tulips growing and some uh bridal crown narcissi they should all be coming through soon too but at the minute not a lot of flowers coming through um I've got a bit of greenery here and there but not masses um, I'm just waiting for the hellebore to get a bit taller. Um, well, a lot taller, to be fair. Uh, and hopefully I can start sort of using hellebore flowers as well. But yeah, so I did two of the, the big beds out the front here this small, uh, yesterday as well, after I did the polytunnels. And then I've gonna, I'm hoping to get the third one done today. And then I want to try and mulch them, mulch them before all the you know, all the um, the bulbs that are coming through and there are hundreds of bulbs coming through before they start to get flowers on because if I try and throw mulch on once the flowers are, it'll damage the flowers. But the but the uh, the leaves that are coming through are short, stubby and very strong at the minute so they will withstand any sort of mulch on top of them and just push through that. So that's my plan today. That's what I'm planning to do today. Um, yeah, so, so far, um, yeah, hopefully the weather... The thing is, is like I said, it's a false sort of sense of security, really, because at any moment the, the temperatures could just plummet down again, back to, you know, freezing and everything else. So it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a juggling act at the minute. Um, yeah, apart from that, on the farm, the rest of things is sort of pretty much of much... Oh, and oh, yeah, no, that was it. That was a disheartening bit yesterday. I went into my greenhouse... And a mouse has been there and eaten everything, practically. Um, so it's eaten... Um, I had a big uh, tray of um, tulip bulbs that I dug up. Um, and uh, I was going to... I said to my sister, well, I've got a load of tulip bulbs. Because she's... And I said, you can put them... Um, in. Uh, she's, they've got so like a, a yard, a builder's yard, but with some grass. So I said, you can stick them over there if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, I went in there and there must have been probably about 100, 200 of them. And uh, a mouse has eaten most of them. And it's also eaten my elephant garlic bulbs out of the thing. <laughs> and it's eaten anything, any seedlings that it likes the look of. So I'm like, oh. So I think, because I've tried to do an autumn sowing, but I think I just don't think I'll bother next year. And try as I might, I cannot keep mice out of that greenhouse, you know, and I never even find it. I just find, you know, the evidence of it being there, like drop-ins or, and everything eaten. Um, it's really annoying. So I think I'll have to, it's eaten all my sweet peas. It's eaten the, the pea seeds. It's eaten everything. So I'm thinking I'm either going to have to pre-sprout things indoors and put them out there or um, not bother at all. So I haven't quite decided which one I'll do yet. But yeah, so that's the state of play at the minute. Um, I, do, I do compensate my thoughts with the fact that so many things have made it through the winter. So that's great. But it's just, uh, that is really just annoying. Um, that it's always a battle, a battle against everything, eating everything. Again, here we go. Here we go with the battle again. <laughs> Hello poddies, um, I've completely neglected the podcast, um, but I have been busy. It's now the 20th of February and uh, I'm just taking a break outside. I've just shifted um, five or six barrelfuls of mulch to put on one of the beds and cut back um, some of the buddlier 
and we've got two huge buddleia and they kind of form an arch in the middle and if I cut back the arch I can see down the drive so um, that's why I do that I mean they sh they're so old these things I keep thinking any year now they're gonna just rot away but um, they're still going they, they must have been planted in the 70s and they're still going and they're the or little globus orange ones and they're um, attract uh, loads of butterflies and talking of which I saw my first butterfly the other day and I was like oh butterflies already and the bees have been round all of the irises and the crocus and the snowdrops so um, it's quite mild at the minute and so um, the insects are about um, I've even caught a caterpillar munching on some of my eryngium seedlings so they are up and about already as are we um, yeah I've been busy um, trying to get ahead through the year with my flowers um, I've been ordering them in from another British uh, grower and um, at the minute it's kind of a, a cost covering exercise in order to have some some continuity from early on in the year um, so I've done it for two weeks and two weeks I, I have covered my costs the first week not so much uh, profit probably about £20 but that's fine and the second week um, I did have a good profit the second week third week is this is the third week it's not so good um, I'm struggling to shift the flowers but uh, one thing I I said to um, Shelley is that it's such hard work constantly trying to uh, get you know um, the message out there via social media got to be constantly on it all the time I mean I know I do want it to grow organically and slowly I don't want it to just massively take off which is not so that's good but um it is quite you know you've constantly got to be reminding people that you're there basically um and it's uh you know and I keep coming up trying to come up with different ideas and um different things but so you know it's, it's going okay last week was valentine's week I didn't do valentine's flowers as such although I did sell um, a couple of uh, bouquets but um, what I did sell were um, heart were, were like twig hearts um, so they were basically I made them initially um, just to have a go it was a practice go for my for that course I did the online course of funeral flowers and then I made um, put them out there and one lady said oh I'm going to a funeral do you think you can make me one of these yeah that's fantastic and then I, I literally had about four or five orders all come in on that week um some for valentine's down on the door and some uh, i think four of them were for funerals so um yeah so that was a great thing one was for a grave on valentine's day so that, that was a great little um you know little event if you like for me um so yeah it's uh i'm 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 excited about the year ahead. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm buying in flowers, but mine are starting to grow. I can just, you know, the, the, the um, I'm looking at the lupins and they've sort of got about three inches of growth on them. And, you know, every time I see something that's burst into bud, I'm like, oh, something else is growing. It's exciting. I've cleaned out the greenhouse. Um, I do need to wash down all the polytunnels and wash down the greenhouse yet, but I have cleaned out the greenhouse and I have got a couple, a few seeds started off, not many at the minute because, um, as I say, we're we're a couple of weeks behind here always, and I find if I start them off too early, I've got nowhere to go with them once they've grown to a sufficient size. So I will hold off, and they will catch up. So um, I'm not too worried about that. I do want to get quite a bit of um, quite a lot of vegetables growing again this year. I kind of neglected them last year because I was just so busy with the flowers, trying to get that off the ground. And I've got a lot of perennial flowers in now, so once they're in, they're in. Um, I, I do want to get uh, vegetables, um, you know, at least on equal par with the flowers this year because I think it's going to be important. I watching the news and you think, oh, these, you know, these. Uh, I hate to say it, but these silly little men, are, you know, who are just stamping their feet and throwing their might around, threatening war, and I just think. What the hell? Where are their mums? Go get their mums. Go around and give them a clip round the ear. Tell them not to be so bloody stupid. It, uh, I just it it rankles that these men have got such power to devastate so many, you know, millions and millions, billions of people's lives. It's ridiculous, and oh, that's just my thought on it. But it is. I just you know every time I watch the news, I'm like, oh god, here they go again. You know, stamping their feet and 
petulant like petulant children it's um uh, but that's the way it is at the minute so uh, so at the, with that in mind i'm thinking i don't know we don't know how this is going to go it could be just a lot of hot air threats but who knows and um so i will be getting uh, make sure i've got vegetables growing this year for definite and obviously our fruit you know hopefully we'll have a good we had a massive fruit harvest last year so hopefully you know a good one again this year i've got so many jobs to do it's ridiculous um I, and I, I did write in the blog if anybody reads the blog that I, I should write a to-do list to do um it should be a want to do but can't and can do but don't want to list really because you know there's I just really want to get started on out here but I'm aware that's you know you've got to get other things done first you've got to get the, the housework done first and not necessarily just in the house but out in the garden as well before you can get on to you know doing all the the nice things so I'm aware that that's that all needs doing and I'm sort of tickling along I've, I've thought I'll just sit and have a tea break now and uh, and then I'll get the chipper out and I will chip everything I've just cut back and I'm going to put that straight onto the ground and another question another um, topic that came up over the week we, I was talking with the girls is about how um uh, one of the things I've been looking at is the generate what they call the generations now I'm baby boomer generation and then there's generation x and then there's millennials and generation y and z and next is generation alpha or something like that i'm not sure if that's in the order but one of the things we were talking about is the millennials and how they work um smarter not harder so in any way i can think how can i work smarter not harder i'm trying to apply that technique all around the farm and one of the ways is i chip now normally we would chip it all up um and put it in the compost heap to rot down but I'm not going to I'm going to chip it up and I'm going to put it on the garden because uh, that saves humping you know all that compost around not all of the garden but you know the um the shrubbery and things like that I can just put it straight on there that it's not going to be a problem so I'm going to work smarter not harder today although there'll still be some hard work in it as well um yeah so that's kind of what we're at at the minute john is very busy um turning two of the stables um into a workshop which will be good because i can then you know i've got a, a single base where i can it's just going to be like a glorified shed really but it's it's a place where i can you know collate everything because at the minute everything's all over the place and um, so i can collate everything for the flowers and, and things like that and i can also run workshops from there so that will be um much better much better at the, the minute at the minute i'm sort of like trudging flowers in and out of the back from out the back into the kitchen and the same with the dried flowers they're coming from the craft room into the kitchen and then there's always a mess in the kitchen so once i've got one place where i can do it it'll be much better for me and everybody else i think <laughs> so yeah that's what i kind of what i've been up to i've got stacks of work ahead all the, uh, the birds are all still locked down at the minute um the ducks haven't laid all winter uh, but they're just starting to produce eggs now the geese laid a month started laying a month early and haven't stopped yet which is um, amazing turkey's not started laying yet uh, but the egg numbers are slowly coming up with the increase of daylight hours but um yeah they're they're still not not allowed out not sure when they're going to be allowed out and uh so we don't know when that how that's going to go yeah so uh, i'm going to try and put this one out now i keep saying i'm going to and then i forget totally and uh, go off and do something else but um thanks for listening to this one and i'll catch you next time i didn't put that one out because when i listen back to a couple of the sections the wind was so bad on it that uh, I had to delete some of them. And as you can probably hear in that last section, I literally, it wasn't even windy. I was sat outside on the, perched on the side of the raised bed, just talking. And it wasn't even particularly windy. Um, at, but you can hear the, uh, you can hear the wind in the background. But some of, uh, one other, when I was down in the field was a lot worse. Couldn't even hear what I was saying. So I had to delete that and then totally forgot that I had to delete it and, uh, publish it and you know how it goes anyway so I thought I'll add an extra section just to uh, bring you right up to speed really I mean, I did say that these were um, these um, podcasts would get more sparse um, 
who knows, they might get more as I go along, but uh, into the year, because I didn't really have a lot to say. But it is now Tuesday, the 14th of March, and uh, things are ramping up. Um, It's Mother's Day Sunday. (laughs) And at the minute, I have (laughs) around four to five hundred stems that I will be dealing with for Mother's Day orders. Woohoo, go! So this whole um, get in there early, uh, keep some continuity, keep up the visibility um, is really working. And uh, I'm really chuffed. I'm, we are, I never really ever thought we'd diversify into something totally different. Um, And even when I started this, I thought, is this going to be a thing, you know, but it really is. It really is. And I'm not even pushing it hard at the minute because I said I did my first year. It was tentative. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, And now I'm going into my second year uh, and I can see that by the time I've got my second year under the belt, uh, going into my third year, I really will know what I'm doing and I'll be um, hopefully in a much better position to really go much bigger with this um uh, not that big because there's only me so there's only so much you can do but um I'm really looking forward to this I'm excited about this year and I, it's it's been a long time since I've been excited about um you know the small holding so I but I am excited about this year going forward and it's uh cold uh, most of the country will know it's still cold at the minute and so things are taking a long time to come out, um, which is a bit of a shame because I am still not using any of my flowers. I've got, I've got um, multiple, well, hundreds of um, bulbs coming up, but then they're, they're not. They're probably about three, four inches high at the minute. They're not going to be ready for Mother's Day. So I have had to buy in British flowers from other growers, but that's fine. You know, as long as you're um, transparent about what you're doing, that's fine. Uh so, yeah, I've got the local pub has taken on um, the flowers every week. So right through the season. So that's great. Uh, I've got I've got um, a wedding, a jam jar, a jam jars booked in for a wedding in May already. I've got I've already got um, a full session uh, for Christmas wreath workshop <laughs> for a group um, booked. So it's. I can't tell you how um, delighted I am that it's it's really, it's going well at the minute. I mean, I do have the days where I think, oh God, it's not going to, you know, like the, I mentioned back, there was the, that week, um, the third week I think in, where I didn't really sell very much, but it swings and roundabouts and I found that um, the payday week is always more, is always busier, Um that's I don't know if I mentioned that previously, but that's not something I've considered before because we've always been self-employed, so we didn't ever have, actually have a payday, you know, as as such because our money comes in and dribs and drabs um, as and when. So we never we weren't on the cards. We haven't been on the cards for so many years. I can't even remember, and so we never had that definite day where we got paid. But I can see that that makes a difference. Um, so. That's uh, something to consider. Um, what else has been happening? John is, as I said, um, John is working on the uh, building this workshop and it's going to be a space big enough to um, teach people the, the wreath workshop and anything else that I want to do. And not only that, but I have now had an inquiry from somebody that I know, uh, well, Dave, who does the bee, who keeps the bees and um, uh, supplies us with our local honey he wants to rent it out to teach beekeeping courses. So this is really going somewhere. Uh, you know, at the time you kind of think, is this going to go anywhere? Is it going to go anywhere? You know, but it is actually going somewhere slowly, but surely it is, we are going somewhere with this. So, um, and I'm hoping that that's going to uh, be the main stream, income stream for the small holding. So, um, yeah, I'm quite delighted about that. We, uh, the birds are still locked down um that you might have heard that um a five-year-old girl not in this country had died from bird flu uh, that transferred and now the world health organization are watching monitoring the situation closely to me that means if that starts to get out of hand there will be a cull a massive cull i think just like it was in the foot and mouth and everything else because they 
they're not going to risk another pandemic like that, I don't think. So, um, you know, it might never come, but they are monitoring the situation. So if it does, you know, boom. Um, So, yeah, we've not we've not um, replaced any of our birds. We're still getting a fair number of eggs a day from the ones we've got, even though they're inside. But we're not going to replace them like we used to. Um, And uh, we certainly will um take the flock right down i mean we we've, we've it's been going lower and lower as um birds naturally die off anyway uh but it we definitely won't be re- we won't be replacing the ducks at all um nor the geese nor the turkeys nor the quail the quail aren't even laying i don't know how old they are now but they're not laying. we won't be replacing any of them the only thing we will replace probably are the hens um, and we won't re- be replacing them. You know, one time we would buy um, 60, 70 hens at a time, but we won't, it will probably be around, we'll probably stick around a number of 20 to 30 hens. That's it. Um, you know, considering that's down from almost 250 a couple of years ago. Uh, that, but that's the way, that's the way we want to go. That's the way things are going in the world at the minute. So um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, what else have we been doing? Well, I have been working outside on the gardens, as you can imagine, on the days that are uh, nice enough to do. And some of them have been, some of them have been lovely. Um, I've been in the greenhouse and I've got seeds on the go already. I haven't had to buy in a lot this year too much because I invested quite a lot in it last year. Um, So all my perennials and that I bought last year, obviously are going to, well, (laughs) provided a lot of them survived the winter. Some of them are looking a bit dodgy. Um are going to be you know they're there and they're there for ages forever now uh, i haven't got to this stage yet where i think right we we will start using one of the paddocks um at the minute <laughs> but you, you know never say never because um i've been you know i've been doing uh arrangements and things like that and one thing i would love to do and give it a go this year is a is a a large um installation they call them so like a, a like a uh, an archway um i did think i'd like to do it for the coronation weekend um but we we are actually we've actually booked a holiday to norway and um we come back on the friday before the coronation day so i'm thinking i pro- unless i got all the mechanics all rigged up ready to go before that i'm probably not going to have time to do that but we'll see, you know, I might come up with some other idea, but I'd love to have a go at that. And then with that in mind, I'm kind of thinking, <sighs> I've had inquiries from brides, you know, wedding flowers. And I'm like, no, I don't do wedding flowers. And I don't do wedding, I don't want to do wedding flowers because of the stress um, that comes with with wedding flowers and brides' demands and things. But I would like to do uh, big installations somewhere at some point for something, I don't know what, but... Um, you know, you know the, the, the big rings that they have hanging, or the balls of flowers, or the archways. I'd love to have a go at something like that, and so maybe I might take up a, a course. You know, I don't, I don't know if I need a course, but it's nice to go and um, get ideas from other people. So, and and be with other people. So yeah, so that's uh, how it's going at the minute. Um, today, it's sort of other oh, winds. <laughs> still coming down from the north we've had a lot of northerly winds it's still coming down it's supposed to change direction today to a westerly so that'll be a little bit warmer it's quite cold out there at times um i stood in the kitchen i'm looking out i can see all my little tete-a-tete daffodils and the um hellebores the hellebores i'm going to be cutting and adding to the flowers that i've got coming in for mother's day i've got to go out today and uh cut pussy willow we've got a load of pussy willow that's self-sown in our menage and I said to John so the menage was where when we had horses here you'd train all the horses it hasn't been used for a couple of years and it's it's very weedy it's got rose bushes growing in you know um dog roses growing in it and blackberry um and all of that but it's it has also got about five or six 
uh, small trees of pussy willow that have just sprouted by themselves. I mean, it's sod's law. You can do all the preparation, ground preparation and loving, nurturing you like of um, shrubs and they will die. And then others just think, oh, I think I'd like to grow here and just self-set. So, and that's what's happened out there. So I said to John, maybe the menage we can turn into um, somewhere where we can grow um, shrubbery, shrubs, uh, you know, foliage. Um, obviously, you know, the, the pussy willow loves it there. And I have got my eye on a beautiful red pussy willow that's at the garden centre. I do say I'm not going to buy much more this year, but that might actually have to be one of my purchases because it looks amazing. Um, so, yeah, we're just waiting, really. Um, I keep looking at the ends of the leaves on the trees thinking, are you going to come out? Are you going to come out? <laughs> and it would be nice. But I've looked at the weather forecast. And it's it's going to be not very nice right through to the end of March, I think, by the looks of it. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah, so that's how we are proceeding this year. Um, I'm hoping bigger and better. As I said, I've always got to keep the profile up, keep the visibility up. But um, word is getting out there. People are coming to me. People are making inquiries. And I have got a very busy Mother's Day ahead of me. So I am absolutely chuffed to bits about that. Um, yeah, so it's all good. It's all good at the minute. So touch wood, <laughs> touch wood that nothing else, nothing goes wrong. So I will make this the last one and I will publish it. And um, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And I'll try and uh, do some more podcasting a bit more regular this year.